welcome to episode seven of What We Know So Far. Today we are going to be talking about friendships evolving. Oh yes. I just feel like, I don't know, it's, it's sort of weird to look back on friendships and like realize where you are today. I don't know, do you ever get hit by that sometimes? Oh yeah. No, like I, I find a lot of, maybe this is bad, but like I look back on a almost all of my friendships very fondly and a lot of people that I've known in the past very fondly but like I don't miss those times in a way like I'm happy at like where I'm at you know No, I think that's the perfect way of summarizing it actually (laughs) like yes I care about those people ish you know yeah like I hope they're doing well and all that but I don't care to return or refoster or rekindle those relationships the way that they were. No. Right? I completely agree. Yeah, it's like like I, I don't think the friendship today with that person or those people would be the same. No. As it was. No, because of like circumstances. So. No, of course. And also I think if you've ever tried to force a friendship Mm-hmm. Like, you know oh, yeah. how taxing that can get and how awkward and oh, yes. how it just does the opposite of what friendships are supposed to do, you know, where like a good friend is supporting you. They're they're in your corner. They just make you feel happy. You know, like your two souls, you know, yeah. getting through life, um, supporting each other. And I feel like when you're forcing a friendship, it does the opposite of that. Like you're always second guessing yourself. You can't be yourself. All of this stuff that you work to be able to do with good friends, you can't yeah. do with those forced friendships. Um, and I've definitely tried that before and it's just like not worth your time. No, no. I and mean, you just like, you don't feel happy and fulfilled. It's like, like when you and I, uh, sometimes catch up for like hours at a time, and like afterwards, we're just like, "Ugh, this was I just refreshing. felt good." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like talking to a good friend is like drinking a really cool glass of water after you work out. You're like, "That hit the spot," and I'm gonna carry that with me. You know? Yes, exactly. I'm exactly. saying that like I work out all the time. LOL. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's true, and I, I was thinking about in preparation for this episode, but just the people who I currently have in my life as my best friends, you know, top tier um, people. (laughs) And I'm just so happy. Like I look around with the people who have been there for me and who I've made the effort to be there for. And I'm just like, this is great. Like everyone who's around still has each shown me in their own way that they know me and support me and like I've clearly hopefully done the same for them um to make this really good and solid friendship and I think especially as I've gotten older I don't I don't want to say I don't worry about maintaining friendships it's not that but it's not the same as when I was younger where I was like oh I haven't texted someone or you know like I need to call them are they okay I'm just gonna check in whereas now even if the check-in is like hey thinking about you love you (laughs) yeah exactly that's that's like good (laughs) that's like my style of friendship and I I like I that's actually on my like list of goals for 2021 is to be better at like one getting back to people when they Mm -hmm. write to me um because I'm notoriously bad for waiting hours or days even though like it's it's so bad um but also like reaching out more frequently because I'm one of those people that like I very much need my alone time like I need Mm -hmm. space and I need like low maintenance friendships not that 
they don't need any maintenance, of course. Like, you need to reach out and take care of each other and check in. Of course, yeah. But, like, I'm not... If someone wants the type of friend that's, like, always with them, always checking in, that's not me. Yeah. (laughs) That's just not going to work. I think that's, A, totally fair, and it's really good to draw those boundaries sometimes, but also, B, is if you are still in a really good friendship with someone or you have those close friends, like, they know that. You know, like, they're not going to be like, I wonder what Michaela's doing and why she's not texting me back or, like, I'm going to just, I'm going to text her again or I'm going to call, like, you know, I think if you, um, if that's what you need from a friendship, the friends who are still friends with you and I've stuck it out kind of thing, like, you know that about each other, you know the best way to communicate with them. Like, I have friends who reply instantaneously (laughs) and I have friends who... If we don't talk for like a couple of weeks, that's okay. <laughs> like you know, um, and and then we just pick it back up. So I think that's another sort of nice thing about the evolving friendships is that at this point, especially with adult friendships, you know who you are mm-hmm. and what you need out of a friendship, but you also know who your friends are and what they need, and exactly. you can balance that. And you you know you've grown and known each other for that long to do that. Yeah. No, absolutely. I completely agree. I do find, well, I, like, the two, maybe three main changes Mm -hmm. or evolutions in friendships that I've experienced is uh, kind of high school to college, and kind of alongside Mm -hmm. that, moving from a different country. (laughs) Um, Okay. That that was... (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then kind of from college into... Life? <laughs> Life. Adulthood. Yeah. yeah. Um, because in high school, you're there because... It's proximity. Yeah. You just have to be there. You're in the there same No classes. matter what yeah. you like, who you are. College, I guess it's a little bit more of a focus group of people because mm-hmm. you have at least something in common. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, adult life, you're... You're free to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And it's such a great freedom because then you're actually choosing the people you're around for a reason. Yeah. You know, instead of proximity type stuff. I felt like the biggest friendship shift, you're right. For me, I think it was very obvious the high school to college one. Mm-hmm. That one. Yeah, it's not that I necessarily had the tightest group of friends in high school, but we did make a lot of efforts to be in contact, set up video calls, you know, this and that, try and stay, um, you know, on top of what each other, what we were all doing, that sort of thing. Um, And then I realized after a while that I was making more effort than certain people. Yeah. and I was like, why, why am I doing this? Like, if this doesn't matter as much to you, like, that's okay. We don't yeah. have to keep this going. But it was kind of awkward, I will say. For sure. And like I, the growing pains, you know? Yeah. And I, I think, like, when priorities change, it's kind of like the true test of a friendship. Yeah. Like, um, for me, a big one was when I started dating my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a huge shift in my kind of priorities because there's this new person who yeah. I'm in love with and I love being with and and stuff and like I wanted to focus on growing that relationship and of course definitely without a doubt some of my friendships kind of fell to the wayside I mean we all know the honeymoon phase of any relationship <laughs> um, but I think like 
the friendships that kind of lasted throughout that are the ones that like I think will withstand the test of time and other of course situations and because as a good friend you also need to let your friends grow yeah you know like I, I know people joke about oh you know like throw them a funeral because they have a significant other now so it's like yeah. they're you know they're gone to us or dead to us or whatever but um I hope that that just ends with a joke you know what I mean because exactly. that is you know when you are entering more serious relationships now it, this is the person that you hope to like build a kind of life with right so obviously they're going to become a priority obviously um they're going to become your confidant and the person you lean on and all of that um it was the same with me and my boyfriend hey if you're listening (laughs) (laughs) um and you know i think the people who like you said who stuck it out sort of had an understanding of me needing to do that and focus on that and grow that. And I think it's also one of the places that you should continue to protect, even once your relationship is steady and you're happy and it feels stable and all of that. Um, Just sort of protecting that, you know, duality. That sounded really poetic. (laughs) (laughs) That's not really what I was going for. But, you know, just protecting you and your partner as your own your own thing like your romantic relationships I feel like when you're younger it's like oh my god look at this text or like oh what do you think you know they meant by this or whatever um and your friends are a lot more involved because you're all trying to figure it out but now that you've figured it out um I would say continue to protect those boundaries and not you know let I don't say not let people in but you don't have to let everyone see every part of it no no I completely agree and like there is like when you first start dating and I think when you're younger like you said it's all very new it's all very fresh you're trying mm-hmm. to figure it out but like once you know each other like there's a certain kind of respect to upkeep between you and your partner and I a don't thousand think percent. I don't think my boyfriend would be thrilled if I was like you know what he texted me yesterday to yeah, my friends or whatever exactly like they... well because i wouldn't be thrilled if he was doing the same to me so no. like obviously um you know you want to sort of keep those areas private and i think this is sort of a general rule but or general thing it doesn't necessarily only apply to romantic relationships but the less people know the less they can really judge you know or make yeah. assumptions or whatever so there are certain things that even some of my best friends um I tend to not necessarily share all the details with. So obviously things with my boyfriend, um, things like, you know, my personal finances and salary and like that kind of thing. I just feel like, again, when you're younger and everyone's making minimum wage, it's just like, oh, you can get 16 here. Oh, well, I make 15 here. Like it's <laughs> yeah, just, exactly. it's that kind of thing. But once you get into career stuff, um, I think, again, protecting some of that stuff and being private about that is probably for everyone's benefit because, again, your friends are you know, you love each other, you support each other, and and you don't want to start to stir up competition with the people who you count on, you know? Yeah, that's exactly Um, what I was going to say. Or the feeling of, like, inferiority or anything like that. Exactly, yeah, I I completely agree, because I feel like once you kind of get into, like, like more adult life, and I noticed this kind of towards the end of our college program as well, like, Mm -hmm. how competitive things started to get. Oh, my gosh. It was like a switch flipped Exactly. In our last years of college. 
Like, exactly. People people came out. Everyone was out for jobs, for blood, for whatever oh, yeah. they could get. And, like, I totally get it. It is a pretty small industry and stuff. But, like, I'd imagine it's the same for a lot of people and a lot of, like, other yeah. programs I don't think you ever and, lose competition when you're going out for jobs and such. And I think, like, when it comes to, like, salary and positions and, and all that stuff like that is something that I feel could kind of put a bit of like a like a a rift in in a friendship yeah there's really just like just... a kind of a uncomfortable layer if yeah. you will I also think that you know people who know what you make sort of sometimes feel at liberty to tell you what to do with the money or tell you what you should do oh. or can do with the money you know no that ah, I hate that I hate that I, I hate, hate it, it so much oh my gosh okay so when I started working my first job and it was um downtown and I my first, okay, my first like career job. I've yeah. worked a lot of jobs in my lifetime. Um, but anyway, I started working downtown, but I still live outside of the city. And so many people were like, well, you could afford, you could afford it. Like, you know, you can't be making, like, you can definitely, and I was just like, what do you mean? Who are you to tell me what I can afford? You know, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. um, and that was not even with them knowing specifics, but just by virtue of, you know, what our level was and where we were working, people sort of assumed that I had the type of income that I could use to afford rent and this and that. Um, and again, like people don't know your financial goals or plans or whatever, like no. the decisions I made financially then are helping me out right now. So you know, I've got a handle on it. Back off, people. Yeah. Um, of course, your best friends aren't the ones who are hopefully going to do that or say that no. kind of stuff. And I don't think it's a bad thing to, you know, ask them for advice with career stuff. I definitely bounce career stuff off of my friends and we'll talk through like, you know, work, work drama. Whatever. <laughs> yep. You know, we'll talk through that or dealing with bosses or like, how do I, how do I navigate the situation? Of course, share that stuff. Um, but yeah, when it gets to some of the more specifics, I think, you know, staying private about that isn't necessarily a bad move. No. Um, and in fact, might help you out. Exactly. Yeah. No. And I think like if you have different boundaries, like I think Yolinka and I are like on the same page about a lot of things, but yeah, it works out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But like if you have different boundaries and things that you like to keep private and you find other people aren't respecting them, like I think you can absolutely like kind of stand your ground, tell people you're not comfortable sharing something or whatever it yeah. Like in terms of I think everyone just has have different things that they don't feel comfortable talking about and and that's okay. Yeah. And don't feel like you have to tell even your closest friends everything. Yeah. 100%. And like the other way as well. Like if you have a friend who you're comfortable sharing a lot with, but they aren't necessarily comfortable reciprocating, not because they love you any less. Um, you know, it's not really your place to be like, well, like I told you, like, I don't care. Like it doesn't matter to me because you're basically showing it does matter to you by asking and probing and hoping to get an answer. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that sort of leads me into another point sort of, you know, it's just understanding how you have to show up for your friends also. Yeah. You know, we sort of touched on it previously where you were saying, you know, um, you needed, how did you put it, low, like low, low maintenance, maintenance, lower yeah. maintenance friendships sort of. Yeah. Um, but you also have to understand, like, you know, what your other friends need and how to show up for them to maintain the friendships. Yeah. So, you know, I had I had a friend 
I had two friends two separate times um, basically tell me like, look, like what's going on? Cause like, I don't hear from you. Like what's going on with like our friendship here? Because like, I'm trying to, I'm putting in the effort and I don't feel like you are, um, or not, I don't feel like you are, but like, are you, do you want to sort of thing? And I actually really appreciated them asking me that because one, it forced me to like check in a little bit and two, it also forced me to be like, okay, that's really unfair of me because I do care about these people and I obviously (laughs) want them in my life. So here's how I'm going to have to adjust my behavior. And we just talked it out. Um, But that's also like, that was actually nice. And I'm still very good friends (laughs) with both of those people. So, um, you know, feel free to tell your friends what you need. Yeah. No, I think that's important. And like, if you have to put a reminder in your phone or something, like I literally... Us talking about this, I remembered there's one person that I haven't talked to in a while, and I just need to like send them a text and be like, "Hey, thinking about you. I hope you're good." And I just put it in my to do list, and yeah, exactly. Or uh, I actually had a conversation with my boss yesterday, and she said one of my goals is to kind of help grow business, and um, and she said just put like a reoccurring coffee in your calendar with your clients or whomever just to catch up not even to talk work but just to be like hey like what's going on in your life yeah what's happening I think that's probably a great thing to do obviously (laughs) we have different objectives here but (laughs) yeah just like schedule stuff whether it's like bi-weekly every six weeks Every three months, I just have, like, a coffee in the calendar to, yeah, like, catch up. Cause- no, that's, a, that's such a great point, actually, because there's two parts of that. One, it kind of brings you back in, and, you know, sometimes you can tend to focus on yourself to your own detriment. It's not to say that you're, like, yeah. pushing people out because you're having a great time. It's like, you know, we get caught up in life. Oh, yeah. Um, and our close friendships provide such a great reprieve from all that stress that, yeah, like, having something recurring is, is like, such a good idea. And the second point in that is very much real life, you know, where, yeah. like, now you do have to schedule time for friends. It's not like, oh, I'm not doing anything, so we can do this. Like, even when you and I plan recording sessions, it's like sometimes weeks in advance because we're like okay when are you free what like what day can you do exactly (laughs) um you know so i i love that i have a friend who i we don't have a recurring like it's not in the calendar recurring but our aim is to hang out like once a season Mm -hmm. so when stuff starts to shift like now it's the spring and it'll be like okay so like what what's our spring hangout gonna be or like what are we doing um or let's schedule a call because of course we can't see people right now um and that's such a great you know, reminder for yourself too, to just like check in. Yeah. And I also think like when you do that, you also kind of get a clue into like what the other person needs in terms of like how frequently you need to like reach out. Like you and I, I think we need to talk way more than like once a month. I mean, (laughs) okay. We're basically talking every single day, (laughs) but like, even like before like it was like a weekly bi-weekly basis that we were talking and I think we both needed that from yeah each other and no, sometimes it's more and it and like you made a really good point too about um 
you get to figure out what they need because as friends go through different stages in their lives or whatever, um, they might not have the time or, you know, so it's good to like check in and know what they're up to or like, you know, I'm finishing exams. So I'm going to be taking, I'm just going to be focusing on that. Cool. That's great. It's good to know that stuff, you know, Yeah. or um, I'm in the middle of planning something or a home reno or whatever. Um, And again, it's good to just be aware of that stuff. So like you said, you can sort of adjust your own behavior. So you're still showing up for them, but not in a way that makes them feel like guilty because they don't necessarily have the time in in the moment, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. And I think, I don't know, I guess transitioning a little bit, but I, I feel like in high school... And in college, you oftentimes think, like, this is, like, a forever friendship. (laughs) Yeah. This is, like, who I'm going to stick with for life. Oh, my God. Most of the time, you will not stick with this person for life. Yeah. And it's better to just not put that pressure on the friendship. Yeah. You know? You just gotta go. Keep it easy breezy. (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I had a friend in high school and um we had signed or they signed my grade 12 yearbook as okay fine like you can say a speech at my wedding and this was like an ongoing joke that we had had and I was like so I was like finally you're letting me do the speech at your wedding and all this stuff and like within five years of graduating high school we didn't really talk as much and now we don't talk at all so like lol (laughs) (laughs) yeah no but i think i think it's important to just like let things run their course yeah i think as soon as you put labels like that on stuff it also adds a level of pressure you don't necessarily need to put on things you know um i still uh, will call my best friends my best friends obviously but i'm not like gonna be like we we're best friends we talk every day i know everything about their lives like you know like that's a weird i don't want that even you know no i agree we know, like, the important things. Yeah, What's your favorite exactly. color? I don't know what your favorite color is. Wait, for real? Yeah. Oh. I think at the moment it's pink. Oh, interesting. But, like, it sort of depends. How about you? What is your favorite color? I think I like, like, wait, blue. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. Blue, I was like, blue. and green. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, it's, like, a darker blue? <laughs> yeah, like, a dark, like, it doesn't really matter. I probably lean towards more darker blue. Depends on huh. the season. Like summer, like a nice like periwinkle I could do. Yeah. You know what? That's another fu- funny thing about like quote unquote favorite colors is mm-hmm. that it really depends on the thing you're looking at. Yeah. Like I can say I, I do like pink, but if I see like a sweater that comes in pink, but I love the version in red, I'm not going to be like, oh, but I love pink. You know? Oh, no, no, no. Right? Like yeah. it's just, it's so funny that that's another sort of like kind of juvenile thing that I've sort of half shed, half shed <laughs> in my adulthood. <laughs> It's just thinking you need to like a certain color in everything. Whereas like now it's like, oh no, that notebook looks so pretty in navy blue. Yeah. Even though it comes in pink, I'm going to get the navy blue one, you know? Exactly. I like the rainbow people. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh. Well, you learn something new every day. I know, I know. Look at that. Now I'm just thinking of all the things I've gotten you that aren't blue or green. <laughs> No, but it depends. Like that, I like it as a color. I don't necessarily always like it on me. I no, don't really exactly. own very many it blue. It depends. Up until very recently, I didn't even own that much pink stuff. Yeah, you know. See? And like, yeah. how would I know then that pink is? <laughs> <laughs> this is the only blue sweater I own. I, I was gonna guess 
blue because you're wearing a blue sweater and that's why I was like dark blue <laughs> wow. it's a navy blue sweater that Michaela is wearing um, just to tune everyone in but anyway steering this conversation back to friendships <laughs> um, no I'm I'm really I'm really happy as an adult looking around at the people that are still in my life in the various sort of quote unquote tiers of mm-hmm. friendship but especially my tightest tier you yeah. know I'm just so happy that those people are still in my life that we still make time for each other that even though it varies you know from month to month or even year to year where some years you see someone a lot some years you don't like I don't think you and I have seen each other in person over a for year. like a year a year now yeah yeah for a year so you know it happens whatever we move on but I'm just so happy with with who's I've surrounded myself by and who's stuck and who's stuck around you yeah. know and if you're ever not happy you can change it and I don't think it's wrong to end yeah. friendships if they need to but yeah just you just gotta do what makes you happy yeah you get to decide what kind of relationships you have yeah. so if something's not feeling right and you can't resolve it like you can't come to a resolution by talking it through with somebody or you know um then so be it actually question for you have you ever had a friendship breakup because i know Um, those can be pretty tough i personally have not i've had more of a very slow fade yeah me too me too (laughs) with a person i'm talking about but um yeah i haven't really had like a breakup no, uh, I mean, my not-so-great strategy for breaking up with people is g- ghosting them a little bit. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, no, but sometimes, like, people get really close. Like like I said, I'm, like, a low-maintenance kind of person. I really need my space from everyone. Family, boyfriend, like... I, yeah. Like I need. That's how I kind of just. That's how you thrive. Myself. Exactly. Yes. And there's been a few people where they've just gotten like too close, and mm-hmm. it feels almost suffocating. That like yeah. literally the only much. way that for me to cope is to like cut them off. Like I, mm-hmm. like I, I, I can't be close to you anymore because it, it's suffocating. And I admit that it's not a great approach, and it's best to probably just talk to them. But. I'm a little bit of a coward sometimes, and I just ghost them. No, but you know, but, that that's fair. And you also have to gauge what their, what's the word, receptiveness, re- receptivity, what uh, receptivity would be. Receptiveness. Yeah, sounds, I guess receptiveness. <laughs> um, how receptive they will be to a conversation. So, for example, like, if you think talking to someone and going hey i need a little bit more space will make them be like how dare you like I've, yeah. of course i give you space then yeah maybe it's not worth having that conversation if it's not going to actually sink in and do anything you know no. um so it's also gauging who you're in the situation with like you said like maybe that kind of breakup like straight on like hey i'm sorry i can't continue to invest in this relationship is done cool um that might work with some people but maybe like the slow fade ghosty thing is what people need sometimes to you know, to get understand it, get the point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've had a slow fade. I've had a slow fade one too, um, and it was fine because I think sometimes with the slower fades, you realize over time that you don't need that person in your life. 
and that you don't feel really the loss. Exactly. And I think that that kind of is very full circle. I think that kind of brings us back to like, you look back on certain friendships very fondly. Yeah. It was a great time. I'm glad it happened, but it's not what I need today. And it's Mm -hmm. not what, like, there's a reason that it kind of faded into the abyss. And like, that's okay. That's okay. I don't necessarily like miss it. If I did, I would have made more of an effort. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. I love that. If you have, for anyone listening, have had a friendship breakup, how did that go? How did you deal with it? Did you do the breaking up? Someone break up with you? Well, it's a strategy so that Yelinka and I know for the future. Yeah. <laughs> when like, the podcast ends. No. <laughs> let, when the podcast ends. Oh, God. When one of us underperforms. Oh, my God. Maybe that'll be a whole episode. It'll just be. We'll record the other. <laughs> we'll, record, we'll record the breakup. Um, no, but really, if you've had that experience, we'd be very curious to know if you're comfortable sharing what that was like. Um, so, yeah, let us know. You can find us online at WWKSF Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. So, DM us or something because I'd love to find yeah. out more about that experience. And just like how it, I mean, I'd imagine it's very close to a breakup breakup. Yeah. But. You know, without the romantic side of it, and maybe with maybe it hurts more in some ways. You know, yeah, because yeah, it's very interesting. But this was an interesting episode, and you know, I it it like prepping for it, like I said earlier, um, made me really grateful actually for the people I've got around yeah. me. So thank you to you. Well, thank <laughs> and, you. Um, if any of my other pals are listening, thanks to you guys too, because. It, it really, um, you know, as you get older and life moves on and gets more hectic and intense and real mm-hmm. and all of your decisions, you know, make waves. Um, it's really nice to be surrounded by people who are cheering you on. Yeah, I you agree. Know. Well, thank you so much. Thanks yeah. to everyone for listening. Yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Yeah. Thanks for listening and bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>